Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, we're going to be talking to author Travis Sivart. Travis is a prolific author that writes fantasy, science fiction, social DIY, and more. So we're going to be talking to him about his story, his writings, and everything that he's up to and going to be up to. So Travis, thank you so much for joining me today. Curtis, it's a pleasure to be here. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Oh, let's see here. Where do I start? I was born in South Florida to... Nah, it might be a little early. Let's move forward a bit. I'm trying to live the dream. I'm trying to go day by day, live in the moment and enjoy what I have, but still plan and work towards more. And by more, I mean... I have found joy in creating, whether it's podcasts, audiobooks, or writing novels. This is my passion. It's it's a reason to get out of bed every day and to share that with other people. Is that a good place to start for you, Curtis? That's a perfect place to start. So just uh, let everybody know when you got into writing and what made you decide to do all the different genres that you're doing. <laughs> I guess I got into writing when I started reading. By kindergarten, I was able to read, you know, books and whatnot. Um, by first grade, I think what really started me onto the road of being a storyteller was getting my first Star Wars action figures. Because then I can make up hundreds of stories, different ones every time I played. By the time I was 13, I got a tabletop role-playing game, Dungeons and & Dragons. And this is where I began creating stories and worlds and tales more and more. And, and soon after that, there were notebooks full of just little scribblings and whatnot. Nothing too impressive. First published right around the turn of the century. And it was just editorials and one poem. By 2007, I wrote my first novel and sent it around to different publishers and agents and whatnot. Had it rejected every place it went. And 2009 or and 2011, I started sending out short stories to different books and 90% got accepted right away. Then in 2013, started self-publishing my work and here we are, 36 books later or something like that. Okay, so you, you like to write stuff like social D, DIY. So explain to everybody what social DIY is. Well, it's nonfiction. There came a point in my life back in 2016 where I had three friends that were hospitalized or passed due to depression and suicide. And that's when the first book in my social DIY series, 27 Thoughts on Enjoying Life, came out. It's a short book. It's to the point. And then I had more to say along those lines of having no regrets in life is the second one. And then eventually exploring steampunk and other things. 
And I was trying to think of a way to put all this because it can fall under self-help, but it's more than that. And I felt in this day and age, a lot of us no longer know how to go out and find other people we want to hang out with. Once you're out of school, if you're not meeting them at work, where do you go? Clubs are noisy, bars are annoying, and uh, libraries, they tell you to quiet down and stop talking. So I looked at what can I do with this series of books that will help people connect with others. And that's where social DIY came out. You can learn how to make friends and meet people and interact on a personal level. Then what else do you need? So you write two to 5,000 words per day. Tell us how you do that and, and how that helps you. I mean, that's a lot of words. That is all, uh, to quote John Wick, the same way he was the great hitman he was, commitment, focus, and pure will. It's, it's just a matter of creating that habit like anything. If you've ever lost weight, if you've ever worked out, if you've ever learned a musical instrument, it's a matter of carving out that time each and every day to sit down and do what you're passionate about, what you love, what you want to do when you grow up, no matter how old you are when you start. And that's what I did. I made a conscious decision. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write for two hours or 2,000 words, whichever comes last. And just with time and practice, 2,000 words became quite easy. Once I quit my day job, started writing full time, I felt like just 2,000, well, maybe I could put a little more down. So I set the minimum bar at 3,000. But I find once I go past 6,000, they get sloppy. They get a little verbally blurry, if you will. Well, you, you also have took a fantasy and sci-fi world and connected them all in the same universe. So tell the listeners why and how you did that. In my life, in my experience, I found everything is connected. There's the whole theory of the butterfly effect. You know, a butterfly flaps its wings in Japan and it creates a hurricane in Florida or whatever. And in my books, I've done this also, where everything is interconnected generally by a thin thread named Jack Tucker, who is a time traveler that doesn't believe time is a universal constant force. He believes it's a human construct, but he moves back and forth through this timeline, 70,000 years past, present, future. And when I created the fantasy world, I wanted to tie it to the cyberpunk, the sci-fi world. And I wanted to tie that to the stories in the modern world and just show this thread that goes throughout. And I use that one character to do it. He's almost never a main character always almost a third tier character, but he's got a bit of mystery behind him, a little bit of the pulling the strings of the people in the universe here and there. So some people are very suspicious of him. Other people love this guy, but he's definitely got his fingers in the pies across the fantasy, the sci-fi and the modern stuff, barring the nonfiction. Well, so for the, 
upcoming authors out there. Tell us about publishing. I I know you said that you self-publish, but tell us what you feel the best form of publishing is and why. Is it just strictly self-publishing or going with a a publisher or hybrid or or what's your opinion? I went self-publishing because I'm impatient. A lot of times when you're approaching agents or publishers, there's a wait time of a matter of months or a year or more. And they ask you not to send the same work to other publishers or agents. Let them consider it. When they get back to you, then you send it to somebody else. I didn't have that kind of patience. So there are pros and cons to both sides of this street here. If you can get a traditional agent and go into a publisher, especially if it's one of the larger publishers, such as uh, Tor, Penguin, et cetera, et cetera, the benefit of that is there's less freedom, but they do your marketing largely for you. Now, going with a smaller to mid-sized publisher, I've heard mixed reviews on these. Some are great. I've heard others that basically just collect part of the money and make you do all the work just like you were self-published. With self-published, you get a lot of control. You get a lot of freedom. You can write what you want, et cetera. But here, nobody else does quality control except for you. Now, of course, you can have an editor and you can have beta readers that help check the book and make sure everything is right, but you're still in control of finding and utilizing those tools. So self-publishing takes a little more discipline and you have a lot more to do because nobody markets for you. And Curtis, you're in the music business. You know what it's like when it comes to marketing. If you don't have somebody else doing it, that can take up as much time as the creative stuff you're trying to put together. It absolutely can. And even with the show, you know, I do everything myself. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes up a lot of time. So sp- speaking of shows, you, you have a live stream. So tell the listeners about that live stream, what it's all about and how they can find it. Well, to find any of my stuff, the books, audiobooks, podcasts, live stream, it's all at travissivart.com. Last name, same as the first, but in reverse, that's travissivart.com. And the live stream is where I've taken my writing and my podcast for, basically, I sit down, live stream it. And originally, I was on Twitch. I'm moving over to Kick and actually considering Facebook Live. So after we're done here, I may have a question or two about how you're feeling about that. But yeah, with live stream, I sit down and write live on air. And it's more like having a co-worker. And then when you have a, a break, you might talk a little bit about writing or you might talk a little bit about your life. So I'm like the goofy guy in the cubicle next to somebody who every once in a while you get a little conversation, then you both put your heads down, get back to work. So you were also a reporter. So, so kind of tell us about that, that part of your life. I've always enjoyed uh, speaking of truth. I've always enjoyed talking about truth. And so the idea of being a reporter or a journalist has always appealed to me. And there was a point in time I live in a little backwater town in Virginia, not very big, but there was a local newspaper that needed a reporter. And I worked there for, uh, I guess, just a little less than a year. And that 
was an amazing experience. Writing an article is writing an article. That's no big deal. But I got to go around and meet people from all walks of life, anywhere from, you know, the farmer growing food that he's donating to help feed those who are less fortunate to the mayors of local towns and everything in between. And it was an amazing experience just to, well, Curtis, we both like talking to other people. This is what we're doing right now for you. I feel like you probably understand just the joy of asking people things and learning something that you wouldn't have access to any other. That is absolutely correct. I learned so much and I'm amazed when I meet with these, these guests and, and put these interviews out for the listeners. Mm-hmm. So talk about your podcast. Tell us what we can expect to hear when we listen. And also, you know, let, let us know about your books, what we can expect when we read them. I can do that. My podcast started in 2007, Talk of the Tavern. And it's like three of us getting together, having a drink and chatting about whatever topic du jour we have. Uh, quite often tongue in cheek, a little bit of laughter. After that, I actually branched out into a writing podcast, again, with two different people, and it varied who would be on the show, but they were all from the publishing industry, sometimes stage, sometimes comic books. Uh, It just went the whole gambit, editors to screenwriters and everything in between. And then I branched out into more podcasts, taking some of my stories and reading one chapter per podcast so it can give readers and other people almost an audiobook type experience. And beyond that, I've recently come up with some new ones because I just love experiencing new things. So I came up with a guy at his pipe, which is me smoking a pipe and enjoying that while talking about strange and wonderful places on our planet in our world that people go and experience and enjoy anywhere from, you know, the biggest bottle of ketchup to the singing sands of Qatar. And now as for the books, my primary series right now is Portals. This is a swords and sorcery fantasy. Um, and that's about people from our world brought into the fantasy world at the moment of their death. But the twist is they're brought in to a body of somebody native to that world. So they have these faint hints of memories from the peoples whose body they in- inhabit. And they have this skill set that they didn't have just a few minutes ago when they were back in our world. And book four just came out a couple months ago. Book five should be out in a couple of weeks. And book six has been written and just needs edited and published. I'll be recording all of these to audiobook also. Um, book three is out on that. And then I'm moving to my cyberpunk series, Silver and Smith, which is... A middle-aged bounty hunter billionaire that's apparently making up for something in his life, so this is why he's doing what he does, meets with a 20-something archaeologist. And the two, imagine Indiana Jones meets Blade Runner. 
And that's what this is. It's less cyberpunk, more cyber pulp, such as the pulp noir stories from the 1930s. Just bump it forward 150 years. So we're in the late 2000s instead. And this is fun and fast. If you like things like Clive Cussler, you're going to enjoy these. And beyond that, I have six or seven different series, including children's books under a different pen name. Because as I've mentioned before, I like variety. I like experiencing different things. And that's what I do in my writing also. Well, you just answered the question about any upcoming projects that you're working on. Anything (laughs) else that you're working on that people need to know about? Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Let me look up here at my list because, sorry about that, the cat is loving that microphone. Well, after I finish going to Book 6 and Portals and Book 6 in Silver and Smith, these were my personal training. I wanted to do these 12 books to get two solid series under me and practice my craft. Then I'll be returning to a previous series that's epic fantasy that is the apocalypse of the fantasy world. And that's something that's brewing really quick because I'm starting to have to take notes and put down ideas that are coming to me. So that's what's coming up after that. Plus, I have more 27 thoughts coming up, but those those are easy. Those are almost like uh, having a light snack when it comes to those books. I put those out rather quickly and have a good time doing Okay, so throw out your website and close us out with some final thoughts. Maybe if there was something that I forgot to touch on that you would like to talk about or just any final thoughts you have for the listeners. Excellent. You can find all my work at travissivart.com. T-R-A-V-I-S, then last name, same as the first, but in reverse, TravisSivart.com. You're going to find my books, audiobooks, podcasts, live stream, and more there. Feel free to check it out. Drop in. Say hello. All my social media is there also. And closing thoughts. A lot of people make somebody else a reason to get out of bed. Their, their spouse, their children, their family. And that is incredible and awesome. You get a point in your life where that's not speaking to you. Create. Create something for yourself. This could be a garden. This could be cooking. This could be writing a book, painting a picture, or whatever appeals to you. Use that passion for making something to share with others. A great reason to start your day and every day after. That's it, Curtis. Ladies and gentlemen, TravisSavart.com. Please be sure to check him out. Pick up the books. Check out the podcast. Check out the live stream. Share this to anybody else who you feel that would like everything that Travis is up to. Follow, rate, review. Share to as many people as possible. If you have any guests or suggestion topics, Jackson 102 at Cox.net is the place to send them. Travis, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure, Curtis. Thank you for having me. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.